And then the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 2 and verse 1. There went a man of the house of Levi and took a wife of the daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. She took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch. That's a little loud there. And put the child therein and she laid in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the river side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. <laughs> this is one of them Jewish kids. This one of them kids that wasn't born like I was born. There's something special about them Jew kids. <laughs> She said to the sister, and then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And the Pharaoh's daughter said, Yeah, man, go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. Ain't that something? Brother Yeh and I had such a wonderful visit today. He lives on the same wavelength as me. We talked about the sovereignty of God, brother. You talk about the wisdom of God. Brother, you stick with me, honey. This is going to be hot stuff. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me. And I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew. And she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. And she called his name Moses. She said, because I drew him out of the water. Reading from Hebrews 11. Verse 23 is a continuation of the story. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they are not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. 
for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Our topic tonight comes from verse 24 of Hebrews 11. By faith, when Moses was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Pentecost, you've come to years tonight, and it's the day for you to refuse something. My subject tonight, I am not an Egyptian. Now, Lord Jesus, into your hands we've given this service. And Lord, again, I come humbly asking you to anoint me to preach. I can't do it unless you help me. I need to touch my spirit first and my voice second. Bless this beautiful district, the leadership, the pastors, the precious man, Brother Jules, superintendent. Oh, God, give him the wisdom to lead these people. Bless every one of these beautiful saints. Lord Jesus, if there's any Egyptians here tonight, hallelujah, let your word comfort them and inspire them that they might be born like they ought to be born. I'll praise you and thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Ah, Lord, it's here, baby. Yes, praise God. I want to stop my thoughts tonight, and I'll go as quick as I can go. But I ain't skipping nothing for no six-dollar hamburger. I've got feet that you know not of. I've got feet for the power of God, and if you open your spirit, you'll eat plenty of junk tonight. knows a lot more than we hold it on and give him credit for. The Bible said that he took himself a wife from the tribe of Levi and married that old girl. And as the union of marriage usually goes, she brought forth a son. And it was a day when that son was brought forth that the Egyptian king, Pharaoh himself, had put out an edict that everybody that was born different than him would die. I want to tell you what a fool we're living in a generation that's put out the same edit. Everybody that ain't born like us, we're going to kill them all. Everybody that's perpetrating that new birth stuff, like the Bible said, we're going to try to kill them and strangle them. But I've got news for you, honey. There's someone that lives in the heavens that's giving us the birthright, and he's watching over us, and he's protecting us. Father, if you're holding the kingdom of God tonight, 
You were informed by your state. Your daddy had you born. Your mother, the church, was there to bring you forth. You were ordained of a divine origins of God. You are not here by mistake. Sometimes we think, well, the Lord just saved me. I was just there, honey, all the way back before the foundation of the world. God's finger was right to the name of Jeff Arnold on the Lamb's Book of Life. He knew all the way down the channels of time. And I was going to get changed one day. I was going to preach this gospel. I'm so glad I got an escape. I was ordained of God to be a child of God. If you don't learn anything from this three-day conference, write this on your soul. Tattoo it on your spirit. Everywhere you go, let it read loud and clear. I am not patient. I'm born different than you are. The Bible said that when they could hide that baby no longer, because they were killing all the babies, that mama got herself an idea. I'm going to take my little bubble, my little bambino, I'm going to put it in a little ark. Isn't it funny how God's preservation force was the water? Brother, this church ever stopped preaching Jesus' name baptism? I'm going to tear my car up and throw it back at church. And I'll go in the corners and Woolworths and Kresge's, downtown Kmart, and I'll preach this truth. I believe in Jesus' name baptism. It's the thing that separated us from the world. Small as you are. 
you think you're finally learning something and he kisses your soul with a new move of the Holy Ghost, you find out you don't really know nothing. And brother, how do you like it? I love the way the Lord takes Egyptians to help them Jews. Oh, Jew boys just broke down the river. And guess who the Lord sends down to wash a nasty old stinky Egyptian body? He comes Pharaoh's daughter. Now you might think that's an accident. But brother, God told that old gal, it's time to wash from him. She would have washed in the morning, and she would have washed at night, and she would have washed the day before, and she would have missed Moses by four seconds. But it's something how the ordination process of God says, you go now, because I've got destiny coming down the river, and you've got to be an instrument to use that child for the deliverance of my people. Brother, when you go down the river of affliction, don't worry about it. There's a God in the heavens that's watching you. He's got it all under control. You can apologize. You're not an Egyptian. You've got a different birthright. Brother, there must not be no such word in the Christian language as luck. Or is I lucky? Honey, you ain't lucky. God's got his hand on well, I thought I was lucky. Brother, that car didn't crush your skull against the wall because he came across that double line. He said, Ooh, boy, that was lucky. You need to buy yourself a pair of special glasses, Jesus sells. You can look at things in the spirit, brother. Just about the time your car crossed the yellow line, brother, there was an angel sitting about eight foot two and weighed about 460 pounds just stepped in between you and your car and just pushed you down the side and you said, Well, now I'm lucky. But I like that dude to ride with me all the time. And I don't know what further. I believe he does. And I was the angel of the Lord. He cancels about the children of God. And then the spirit should deliver them. We've got to open our eyes tonight. We see the walls of this whole auditorium lined with angelic ambassadors that are protecting the children of God. That are seeing the way we want us.
a human. That's called compassion. And that old woman that could have normally been hollering and just drowned that baby in the basket, all of a sudden the Lord God Almighty speaks to the spirit of the child and says, Move. The child begins to weep, and the heart of that Egyptian begins to melt. Brother, I want to tell you, before I became a spiritual Israelite, when I used to be an Egyptian, when I came along, you holy rollers. And you told me of with your weeping. How you would agonize and cry for souls. And brother, my Egyptian spirit fell in there. And that's what brought me close to God. Watch this, please. This is so beautiful. That old Egyptian gal. That ain't the end of God's wisdom. And God's smart. Folks, they see stuff and he ain't stupid. He's smart. Some of us are eating our fingernails to the elbow. Worrying about the money crisis. Worrying about the food crisis. Brother, there's something from my father that says, I'll never see the righteous forsaken. I'll never see the peace forsaken. I'll never leave you. I'm going to forsake you. I'm going to perform on you and you're able to bear. But with every test and every child, I'll take away the state. Go to the whole world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Lo, I'm with you always. Even until the end of the world. Come to the rest of the spirit world. Go 
Christ. I said that you are not the mother of the baby, but I know the baby who's a mother. Would you like me to take the baby so it could be nursed? Yes, take the baby. Thank you.
They were doing everything they could to brainwash that little two boy. Every time he turned around, they were teaching about the Nile River as a god. And every time they tried to choke him with that, he'd say, wait a minute, lady. Egyptians study the stars. She said, you remember your, your God 
He may in scenario when he gets down there, they're going to tell you all about the gods of the mind. I want you to understand something. Your papa, he don't need you. Don't let them catch no job to do. What I'm trying to tell you, little boy, that has no need. Remember, no matter where you go, or what situation you get into, you were born. You are not Jesus. I think you're coming, honey. Come on, baby. And she looks right in his face. He looks and says, Mama, I'm not an Egyptian. No, honey. I don't want you to say it like that. I want you to say it from your soul. Because you're going to be under great pressure. And you're probably going to have to stand all alone sometimes. And I'm not going to be there to wipe your nose and kiss you and stars away. You're going to have to rely on the fact that you know who you are. Mama, I'm not an Egyptian. Maybe I believe you can do it better than that. Mama, I'm not an Egyptian. I was born right. And our father, the great Yahweh, is going to plan for us. He's going to deliver us from captivity. And I'm going to walk after him. And I'm going to search after him. And I'm going to look for him. And I'm going to feel for him. And maybe somehow he can use me to further the kingdom and his cause. I want to tell you tonight, important, if we can realize who we are and who our family is, we can use the God for the kingdom and the salvation cause. These arrows going now, brother. She's taking it down the hallway. Big marble hallway that they got to click. They just kind of click and echo. She said, honey, I'm going to leave. People would answer. If I told you once, baby, I told you 146 point two times. You cut that out. Cut one out. Son. Your son. My mom is in the mud living under the whip of your church. I want you to get it right, honey. You snow child all your vows you want to, but you ain't faking me out, honey. I know where I come from. I know where I'm going. I know who my daddy is. I know who my mama is. You have never been able to hide my presence. young people, you're facing things in high school and college that no other generation will face. You need to walk in the administrative office and when they ask you to fill out the application and they say religious preference, say I'm not an addiction. <laughs> Brother, they made a picture years ago when I was a kid, changed me, ran without a cause. Brother, I want to pay it out. God did it for a church that's a bunch of rebels with us. We're rebelling against this society. We're rebelling against a devil of doctrine that came from hell. We're rebelling against worldliness and unkindness and separateness. We're rebelling. Brother, she walks down the corridor. She says, okay, I'm going to just. You go 
going to have to go to school now. I don't like that school, but you got to go anyway. Now, come on, son. Come on! Come on! 
The greatest pastor in the world is the one that can sell you a product that he believes in. If he doesn't believe in his product, he'll never be a good salesman. But I want to tell you, a miracle of miracles. Satan himself has sold the world a bill of goods. He sold them the doctrine of Trinity, and he don't believe it. If you don't believe in the Trinity, you believe something in the devil, do it, God do That's why Jesus said, I'll tell you who I am, or who I am. He said, I'm Alpha, I'm Omega, I'm the beginning, I'm the end, I'm the place, I'm the last, I'm the one who's the I'm the one who's 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 the one Oh, I don't care. 
Yeah. 
Is there any around? God help you, precious young man, house Don't you dare reach into Egypt to get yourself a boy. Don't get yourself a girl. I'm not somebody for you. I'm a big somebody better than you can ever pick up. That house of God is your strength for God and your conviction. You are not a Christian. You can call God. You have to pursue it. You have to pursue it. You have to pursue it. Thank <laughs> you. 
giving you the hand of an angel. I'm giving you the throne. I'm giving you the scepter. All I'm asking you to do is God tell everybody how you were born and who brought you into this world. But he says, now baby, you don't understand me. What I got is real. And I can't contain this. And I think of the stories that my mama and daddy told me and about the great deliverance that's due for the people of God. I can't help it. I don't think you like you do. I'm not upset about things like you. I don't desire them. And I want to tell you something else, lady. You better abandon shit because my daddy told me Egypt's going down, Israel's going up. But I go one step further. There ain't but one church that's going in the rapture, brother. It's going in the back of the blood. Praise on the precious price of Jesus Christ. There's only one church that's going to be ready. Praise the hand of baptism on the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to knock it. Hold 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 it. Sweat sock comes out. 
daughter is on the floor crying in hysterics. She's drowned in I'm sorry, Pharaoh's daughter. You could drown us if you want to. Tell us about it, Voltaire, with your 250 writings against Christianity. That you said you were going to eradicate Christianity from the face of the earth. Tell us about a third century man they called Judas the Apostate. Who went all over that known Christian world, killing as many Christians and destroying as many believers as he could. He said, I will, by my faith and my own power, I will destroy the name of Jesus from the face of the earth. But Bible historians tell us that one day on the battlefield of time, Judas the apostate lays on a battlefield with a sword coming from one side and sticking out of his stomach. Later on there, he reaches into his stomach, grabs a handful of blood, and with his own blood, he writes on the parchment on the ground, Oh, Galilean, thou hast conquered. I sought to eradicate you and your believers. But indeed, thou art God, thou hast Walking down the hall. And she did it for the last time, brother. She says, Oh, son, son. Moses with a little stick. And his eight-wall bag and his double bag, but he's 
walks up to the guard by the gate. He kind of kicks him in the foot, open the door, you monkey. I said, you were the Pharaoh's son, I break your little neck. I said, honey, I ain't the Pharaoh's son. And you just jump on and you're finished, you jump off. And I see old Moses walking out of the door. He got the cross to death. And his stepmother said, You back? Just 
temporary. It's going to be like a big king of Walton House in a couple of weeks. 600,000 Jews are going to blow this joint and stop the fireworks, frogs, darkness, hail, bloody Nile. Pharaoh wanted to take his chair. He sees that stepmother. Says, Hey, me.
Just who shows up for the party. <laughs> the one that the devil said, you're a loser. You never made it. You never saw it accomplished what you wanted to. My Bible tells me the Lord standing there on the mountain has with him on the right and the left Elijah the fire prophet, Moses, You may not see accomplished and get done what you want right now. But if you die like he died, you got another time coming. Let me finish this. I know I've been a long time preaching, but I've been a long time to run back from it. I want to show you something. I'm closing. I've been to a lot of funerals in my day. I married my mother, I married my father, I married my friends. I ain't never seen too many happy funerals. I seen one when there was a message in tongues and interpretation. You shouted and carried on. It was quite a few. When the crab's grandmother died, Grandma Blackwell, we were at that funeral. My Lord, the Holy Ghost fell. We shouted and danced. We all over the place. Folks know he was nuts. But we couldn't help the Holy Ghost fell. Blessed the sight of the Lord is the death of the saints. I want to tell you, I want brother, brother, too loud to speak. You could have been at this funeral. Moses climbs the mountain for the last time, and he just kind of breaks out, you know. And there he is, and the Bible said in the mountain he died. And I want to tell you, when he died, all of hell had a square dance. They were so happy that that character had died. And I see the angel of death getting ready to go up on the mountain to take it. And the devil himself comes over and says, don't you do it. I tried to kill my little boy in the night. He got out of my hands. I put him in Egypt. And I tried to drown on his testimony. And he slipped to my hands. I brought him back to the desert, and I had Pharaoh chase him up against the Red Sea and the mountains on either side. And God opened the Red Sea, and he got through my hands again. So finally, when they got ready to go to the promised land, I got the people to murmur and complain and say, let's stone it. And I almost had it stoned. But the glory of God came down in a cloud, and he got out of my hands again. Today, he'll not get out of my hands. He's dead. And I see that scummy, slimy, sneaky, filthy creep wiggling through the bushes on his dirty belly like he eats. Smiling and laughing. You're a loser, Moses. God let you die alongside the hill. And just as that old sticker gets right up next to Moses to drag him down into the pit, like a flash of light, and light blinds 
God. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Praise God. The final scene, the title in the book of June, the argument fight and dispute with Satan over the body
before I close this thing, and I know I've been a long time preaching, but honey, I'll tell you, God is my judge. I've been a preacher. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't been joking. I ain't been telling stories. I've been telling you what the voice of the Lord spoke to me about. You want to leave this place? Pop of the box off your shirt. You can walk through this world with your head 